Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. Okay, so we've had a week to digest USC and UCLA headed to the Big Ten. In this episode, we're going to give our updated thoughts on conference realignment after the last week of reports and I guess a lot of rumors as well. Um, let's start with the Big Ten's next move, which I guess maybe hinges on Notre Dame. Ryan, what are you, what are you thinking about the Big Ten right now? Man, it is it is hard to keep track of all these rumors that are floating out there and teams asking to, you know, can we join in? Can we come too? Uh, it's it's tough. Notre Dame, yeah, as you mentioned, Mike, they are the, I mean, the crown jewel for the Big Ten. That's just they want to go after them. But I I I've seen some people say the Big Ten might be. Maybe this is kind of going away now, but at least I did hear this. Like, Big Ten's going to stand pat until they can kind of get a clear indication of what Notre Dame's going to be due. I, I don't know. I don't see that personally. I think that they're if they can get a good quality team, that they're probably still going to go out. I don't think they're just going to be waiting on Notre Dame. Um, I think there's other options that out there. I think Oregon and UW kind of make sense. Obviously, you got... I mean, they can get oh, Oregon and Washington with the snap of a finger, so... They're yeah. You know, they're clearly waiting on something, I guess, uh, because they could they could do that tomorrow if they wanted to. Yeah, but I, I I'm just not thinking it's going to be Notre Dame is just if Notre Dame does join, I think they'll still be able to go after Oregon and UW. It just just seems like to make too much sense to ignore like an Oregon and UW type school, um, and even you know I mean some some of the ACC schools that might draw some attention for them too. It just seems inevitable that they're going to gobble up some more teams, uh, regardless of what Notre Dame does. Yeah, I would. I'd say they're honestly, though. I would say they're pretty set, and they're only leaving the door open for Notre Dame at this point. Because I feel like the TV deal that they're going to get now with SC and UCLA joining is so lucrative that even by adding Washington and Oregon, I, I don't think it would really change anything uh, in in that regard. So I think as I sit here today, I think the only way they add a few more is if if the SEC ends up deciding to go swoop in and grab a few ACC schools or something, and then they become it becomes this arms race. Uh, but I feel like they are going to stand pat, except for the Notre Dame. Yeah, I guess I would kind of lean more towards Trey. I think eventually that, right, in the long term here, it seems like the Big Ten and the SEC are going to gobble everybody up. Yeah, it's kind of, I guess, what I'm getting at, but I, I understand yeah. what you're trying to say. Yeah, but I think yeah. maybe they will just stand pat for now because adding Notre Dame, they clearly add more money than the slice that they're taking. You know, everyone's slice of the, the revenue pie shrinks when you add a school, but Notre Dame more than makes up for it. Washington and Oregon, not sure. So um, I don't know if there's urgency to add them. They could add, they could decide to add them maybe in a couple of years or or maybe who knows? Maybe we, in a week, Notre Dame says no, and they're like, "All right, yeah. we'll take Washington, Oregon." But I had been uh, seeing, and I'm sorry that you know, there's all these reports. I can't attribute all of them because it's hard yeah. to keep track of who's reporting them. But people were saying if USC wanted Washington and Oregon to be part of the package to go to the the Big Ten with them, they would have included them, but they didn't. They do. They clearly maybe don't want those schools. Now I don't know how much that. I mean, if the rest of the Big Ten wants them, then they'd override USC right. and UCLA there. But I don't know. It, it's I'm kind of borderline on whether uh, the Big Ten would see Washington, Oregon as attractive enough right now to add. I don't know. It's hard to know. I mean, Oregon's got some pretty, uh, that's a pretty good draw. Oregon's a pretty good draw. So, I mean, yeah. they've had yeah. some top quality teams. I don't know. I think they'd, I think they'd add some. Yep. Fair. Um, 
Okay. Uh, let's see here. How about the news that the, the Big 12 is reportedly in deep discussions with, uh, to, with I guess, the past, or six Pac-12 schools, reportedly. Yeah. Uh, the main four being Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Those, I guess, seem more attainable for the Big 12. And then potentially Washington and Oregon. That would be amazing for the Big 12. I mean, it makes total sense for the Big 12 to go after the the Big 12 schools. I mean, one of the two conferences had to do it to kind of go after each other. I honestly thought they might do more of a merger together to to benefit both. Um, it's kind of a, a weird position, though, for Oregon and Washington to be in because, like we said, they're arguably the biggest fish left in, in, the, in the Pac-12. So... You know, do they do they rally the rest of the current Pac-12 schools and add maybe some Mountain West teams or others, and then bide their time for a, a a Big Ten invite, or or do they force their hand and try to get into this new you know Big Twelve? You know, if I'm some of the smaller Pac-12 schools, I'm I'm either trying to get in the Big Twelve or I'm bending over backwards for Oregon and Washington and kind of doing whatever they would want. Uh, to kind of keep the the conference intact in terms of you know splitting future revenues, uh, that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, I agree with you, Trey. Uh, discussing Washington and Oregon, kind of focusing on them because it seems like they kind of hold all the cards in this situation. It seems like what they choose to do will affect the fate of the Big Twelve and and the Pac Twelve. Kind of which side they choose. I think it makes some sense for the the other four schools, the Arizonas, Colorado, and Utah to go to the Big 12. Like, I, I can see why they might want to do that. The Big 12 right now is more stable, but calling it more stable is almost an insult because that just means SEC and Big 10, the SEC and Big 10 don't want any of their schools. That's why they're stable. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, Andy Staples brought up uh, in an article what I thought was maybe an intriguing option for Oregon and Washington because they're kind of, they want to keep their options open as far as joining one of these super conferences. Like, I don't think they want to lock themselves into anything that would preclude that. So if you're the Big 12, why don't you invite these the six Pac-12 teams that we just discussed and give Oregon and Washington the ability to opt out, you know, at some future date out of the conference if they get offered by a super conference? Because the Big 12, that would what would accomplish for them is killing the, the Pac-12, killing a, a competitor, and at yeah. least giving you the chance to get Washington and Oregon long term. Yeah, yeah. If, if for whatever reason the SEC and Big Ten just never want Oregon and UW, but you might as well do it. It's just you know, it's might as well take a slice at it. So uh, that's not a bad point. Um, you know, to me, I, I've kind of, I think I kind of mentioned this in our last podcast or maybe the one before that. But you know, we're, we're eventually we're heading towards and what I think is just huge Big Ten, huge SEC. They're both going to add a couple more teams. They'll each, at least they'll eat, at least get to twenty. I think each. Um, and then I think, you know, the Pac-12, ACC, and Big 12, eventually one of them is going to fold. There's only going to be two of them left. And, you know, I, I'm thinking it's going to be the, the Pac-12 at this point. And then so let's say you'll have a remaining ACC, which will be watered down after some of the top schools go. And then you'll have whatever's left of the Pac-12 and Big 12. And you know, they'll kind of have a – I think they'll kind of blink up and they'll try to make like a championship game between those kind of two – like you know lower level leagues to try to draw some intrigue um and i think that's kind of what it's going to kind of be in just you know you'll have a bunch of the the washington state maybe they're hoping the oklahoma states the tcus those types of schools in that kind of that that league 
Okay. You know what's weird too think, about all this is like the is that you know they mentioned these six teams. You've still got I know Washington State, Oregon State don't carry much weight, but Cal and Stanford are are pretty decent. So it's like, do they just go independent? Yeah. Like they're going to be left in a very precarious position if if this proposal kind of goes through. It's like, what happens yeah. to them? They're not they're not chumps. I know, and they've they've been talked about as potentially being if if the Big Ten does choose to expand, they've there's been talks of. In particular, Stanford about potentially going to the Big Ten, um, but maybe Cal as well. So that would obviously yeah. be long term their dream. But um, at least I think so. But I, I also I'm I'd, I'd say the biggest difference between when we recorded last week and this week is if you asked me last week, I think I was probably thinking the Pac-12 is is like on death's door, like they're they're done. But I don't know. I'm starting to think that maybe. Because they, they're still the ten schools remaining. It's that's still a pretty good group of schools. Obviously, it doesn't rival the the super conferences, but I could see Washington and Oregon kind of rallying the troops like the Big Twelve did last year and kind of stick together and potentially adding maybe because the Pac twelve could poach from the Big Twelve. Like it's not just set in stone that it'll be the yeah. opposite. It wouldn't surprise me at all if if the Pac twelve stole a couple Texas schools or or maybe or they get add BYU State, someone like that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't I think, think BYU I don't think they, were, they would add know. BYU as long as Stanford and Cal are still in the the Pac-12. I don't think they would they would take BYU, but that's a separate discussion. But but someone like oh. that, I, I could see that happening. Um, all right, last thing we wanted to to bring up is the ACC. Um, there's been reports about the ACC and Pac-12 potentially exploring some sort of broadcasting partnership maybe a championship game between the two conferences not sure if those uh, talks will go anywhere but if it helps them bring in a little bit more money if they actually sign a contract to rather than just do a handshake deal then sure why not i could i could potentially see that happening but the the biggest question right now with the acc is because ryan you talk about the big 10 and sec taking teams from there and i think long term yeah i would say that could be very long term. It's very yes. likely. But yeah, the question is can that happen sooner than long term? Because they have yeah. that grant of rights. Uh, the ACC has that. So you, you can't just leave. Which is significant. Like, yeah. It's not just, you know, I mean, they would be owed, you know, if one of those schools leaves, I mean, they owe it. I was reading through it. Oh my gosh, they would owe. Yeah. They, like, they can't no, do you, it. They you can't, can't do it. Do, like, if Clemson right now left to go to the SEC, they said, we're just leaving. We yeah. don't care, you know whatever that just means all of their tv rights that the money they make till 2036 they're not clemson's not getting that check yeah. the acc is so they would have yeah, to get no money yeah they would have to get around that um so I, if somehow a bunch of schools are wanting to leave and uh, maybe they could negotiate some sort of exit yeah. fee yeah but again that's really expensive you know reportedly would be um I, th- I think i read uh on the athletic that if if more than half of the schools in the acc choose are, are able to leave for other conferences at the same time then maybe the acc would dissolve and that grant of rights would would be gone but that's a lot of schools so i don't know I, that seems that's, unlikely yeah. so yeah it seems like unless they're able to if someone is willing to challenge it in court and spend all the money it takes to do that when you might fail then yeah. the acc is kind of protected but but again i don't know that's kind of a legal question at least until like the last few years right. of, you know, so it goes to 2036. They, I think they were saying you could do it for maybe the last few years. So maybe like 2033 would kind of be the first 
realistic time that they would be able to get out of that, which that's 11 years from now. So, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's there's not much else to say about the ACC. It's just how is that grant of rights going to work? Right. If once we know that that picture, if the ESPN is able to negotiate uh, that too, because ESPN I think kind of wants to get that negotiated too, so they can, well, you know, they'd rather be broadcasting the SEC with Clemson. Well, know. I guess, but but ESPN has a has a sweetheart deal right now. Like they're they're getting this all the ACC rights for way cheaper than it should be so i'm not sure espn's interested in true in uh any schools getting was, out of that the other thing is is just like we talked about it with uh the pac-12 about kind of bending over backwards if i'm some of the acc schools i'm doing whatever i can to just full court press notre dame like give them give them what they want or need because if you had notre dame for them like the the ACC needs Notre Dame more than the Big Ten needs Notre Dame at this point, and so I feel like oh, the ACC yeah. could just just rally around if they got Notre Dame. That could salvage, you know, their long term future. I'm not worried. We'll in the give short you term, more of the revenue. Yeah, yeah, they would have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just it almost seems impossible for the ACC to get Notre Dame, but yeah, yeah they should try. They should obviously they should give yeah. them um, a way higher percentage than than they really should yeah. because yeah, you're right. They exactly. they they need them desperately, but. And maybe they go like they, they go after, maybe they go after some of the it's just it's not doing much, but go after the big twelve school some big twelve schools like Kansas for basketball to bring in with Duke and North Carolina. I mean, I know basketball isn't the the money total money maker, but it it's worth something. You, you know, you got it you're grasping at straws at that point because you're not gonna get any SEC schools. So Yeah. ACC yeah. just put themselves in such a tough spot with that. Cause they would be with with the TV deal that they have, it's just it's in so far away that it ends, and they're getting just a fraction of of the money that they really should be. So, yeah, yeah. tough spot. But I guess the grant of rights is is potentially protecting them from crumbling. What what happens to? I mean, is Vanderbilt just like riding cool because they're already in the SEC? I mean, are there any teams that are in danger of like getting kicked out? Because like, what does Vanderbilt bring? I mean, yeah, they're a good academic school, but I mean, they have a good baseball program, but <laughs> yeah, it's who knows. Why does the SEC want? No one them? ever gets kicked out of conferences, but right. but there's the first time for everything. So in in the long term right? future of college, like that's not going to happen anytime soon. But who knows what the sport looks like in twenty, thirty years? Maybe they do decide. Hey, like if it's we all don't business, need Vanderbilt, like, we don't need. Well, now I'm not going to yeah. name more schools and make them mad, but <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, we know some of them, but it. It's a business, man. And what what is Vanderbilt bringing business wise? They're bringing L's. The They're bringing W's for the other schools. Which <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. like that's something. Nash Nashville, Nashville. Fair, yeah, fair. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I don't know if we accomplished anything there, but that is our our updated discussion of conference realignment. Be sure to give the video a thumbs up. Uh, subscribe if you like college football. If you like realignment, I'm sure we'll have more realignment talk and also college football season's coming up so we're going to start our season preview soon so uh, stay tuned for that we'll see you next time you've been listening to the college football bros if you have any questions for the next podcast email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com to keep up with the brothers on social media like them on facebook at college football bros follow them on instagram at college football bros And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.